Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the host of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Barizaki. And welcome once again to Growing in Grace. I'm Joel along with Mike getting together for our weekly chat about the uh, grace of God growing in it, uh, getting ourselves established in God's grace. You know, the book of Hebrews says it is good that the heart be established in grace. And so uh, one way to do that is to sit here and uh, and chat about it. And uh, we're uh, thankful to have you along as you uh, join in in our uh, little conversation here. Mike, how's things going with you this week? Good, Joel. And, and it's great to, to know that uh, more and more people keep finding out about our little broadcast here online uh, with Growing in Grace. And we would love to hear from you sometime if you could... Uh, Give us uh, an email or um, uh, let us know. Give us some sort of correspondence that you're out there and tell us a little bit about yourself. That would be great. Maybe toward the end of the program we can give out our contact information so you can do that. You know, uh, there's been a lot of ups and downs in my Christian life, Mike, but I would say that in the last um, 10 to 12 years or so, I've been on kind of more of an of an even keel. I don't mean that my circumstances haven't gotten bad at times, and I don't mean that they haven't gotten really good at times. I've had lots of highs and lows as far as cir- circumstances in life. Uh, but one thing that the grace of God has has done for me has provided a, a peace, a type of peace that I I just can't find anywhere else. And one of the the things that would cause you know, when I had bad circumstances or good circumstances, one of the things that used to cause me to be really low emotionally or really high emotionally and never just never able to just be on this to have a real peace from God was the fact that so many of the things that I did or didn't do had kind of become instead of things that I did out of a love relationship that I have with God, they kind of were rules in principles that I tried to live by, you know, uh, one big one would be prayer. I really struggled in my life for a long time trying to maintain a prayer life and something that is meant to be a really good thing, Mike. I don't know if you've you've experienced this or if any of our listeners have either, but something that's meant to be a good thing, you know, communication with God, praying to the one we love became a burden and it became in a sense, death to me, because it became a rule. It became a law that I had to try to live by rather than something that's done out of love. Well, Joel, you've picked one of the, the truly uh, great subjects as, uh, for, for an example in regards to um, something that should be good, but religious rules uh, sort of discouraged you. Uh, I know in, in, uh, before I came into the Grace Walk and the understanding of, of the doctrine of the exchange life, I probably spent more time in prayer than I did after I came into an understanding of the Grace Walk, and I'm not necessarily proud of that. I'm still trying to sort it out, uh, what I was experiencing in my religious life before an understanding of the Grace Walk was I had a lot of people in churchianity telling me uh, this is how we should pray. And, and uh, you know, for example, I was being told I, I should pray for an hour a day. And, you know, for, for quite some time, I, I really tried to do that, at least as, uh, to the best of my ability. I would walk around praying, and, and uh, it became less enjoyable for me because the perspective that I had uh, wasn't necessarily aligned with an understanding of God's unconditional love uh, through the gospel. And so prayer and uh, 
communion with God is something that I should want. And I think because of some of the religiosity that I had learned over the years, it, it did make prayer less enjoyable for me. And I'm still trying to work through some of those things. So I, I think prayer is a great example. Even sharing Christ with people mm-hmm. uh, became uh, certain, certain ways that we would do it. Here's how you should do it. Here's why you should do it. Um, here's how many times you should do it. Here's the verses you should use. And uh, we start listing all these rules that, uh, by and large, in evangelical Christianity, uh, I, I heard it over and over again. And eventually, that becomes a burden. That becomes a chore. That becomes a task uh, that I have to put effort into just because that's the thing to do instead of out of just uh, the love of God and, and wanting to share the truth with people. Yeah, I think that one thing that we as as the church have 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 done is to make make the new covenant out to be old covenant part 2. We kind of transfer some of the uh, the things from the old covenant, some of the rules and regulations of the old covenant and we transfer those into our new covenant lives, not necessarily the exact same laws uh, not only just the Ten Commandments, of course, under the Old Covenant, but there were a, a total of around 610-plus laws. And what we've done in, in our Christian lives is simply made up our, our own new rules, like you, like we're talking about prayer, uh, like sharing Christ with others. So many of these spiritual disciplines, you know, like reading the Bible and things like going to church, we can make that out to be a rule when really, you know, something like going to church is meant to be something for our edification, something where we can get together and encourage one another and, and grow together as a, as an organism, as a body, uh, rather than something that we're supposed to do uh, as some sort of a spiritual duty. And so we get all these things, this list of things, not necessarily written down, but a mental list of things, all these things that we're supposed to do in our Christian life in order to maintain some sort of spirituality. You know, an old pastor of ours, Mike, used to used to call it, uh, speaking of the prayer thing, used to call it prayer mountain. There was this thing going around where people would get up around 4 or 5 in the morning and they would just get ready to climb prayer mountain, spending an hour or two in, in prayer early in the morning. And he said that, you know, our pastor said something about there's something about getting up at four or five in the morning and climbing a mountain that just didn't it just just wasn't right. There was something that didn't sit well with them about that, and and so it becomes a chore. It becomes a duty rather than something that we delight in. And in fact, there was a there was a man in in our church back in those days, Mike. The his name was Craig, and I believe he was a, a Jewish rabbi. Our, our pastor had got to talking to him one time. He said, I've always you know, wanted to talk to a born-again Jew. And, and Craig, uh, this guy, he would say, well, actually, I don't call myself a born-again Jew. I call myself a completed Jew. And so you know, they talked about that for a little while. But then uh, Craig got to talking about how, as, as a Jew, he came to the point in his Jewish life where he gave up. He, he, just, he just gave up. And so they talked about that. And, and, our, and our pastor asked him, well, why did you give up? What is it that led you to give up? And so Craig said to him, well, have you ever tried keeping 613 laws? <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, that, which is what the point, one thing that the law did was to bring us to the point of giving up because it's impossible to keep all of those laws. The law was put there. It, one purpose of it was to charge man with guilt. And another thing that it did was it, it led us to the end of ourselves. It led us to the point of giving up so that we would turn to Jesus Christ uh, for salvation. And unfortunately, as I've been saying, in our Christian life, 
we've simply taken some of those old covenant laws and, and made our new laws, like going to church, Bible reading, prayer, the spiritual disciplines, and, and you name it. I mean, the list goes on and on. And, and we've made those into laws and rules. And what it has done, rather than causing us to live in victory in our Christian lives, rather than causing us to have a love for God and a deep a deep love for God and for one another, it's really caused us to do the same thing that the Old Covenant laws did, and that is lead to death, lead to condemnation, lead to lack of joy. It leads to all kinds of things except the very thing that we we're hoping these things will do. They, they lead to the, just the exact opposite because instead of out of love and out of uh, just knowing that Christ is in us and through us and, and out of that commun- sense of community and communion with God, we've made them into laws and rules and regulations. And it's, it's turned us, it, it can turn a person sour to God when these things are meant to be the wonderful benefits of, of knowing God. Well, you're absolutely right, and and like I said, I I still wrestle with it, and um, I, I guess I was just programmed in such a way that good things became a, a chore to me, and and I'm I'm still working through some of that in my own mind, mm-hmm. and uh, especially you you hit on that that subject of prayer, and I, I, you know, it's just ridiculous, Joel, to think that <clears throat> I had a pretty good relationship with my dad when he was alive here on the earth, and and it's ridiculous to think that my dad would require me to get together with him every day for this one hour. Uh, even if we have to chop it up a half hour in the morning, a half hour at night, <clears throat> we're going to get together, and you're going to talk to me, <laughs> whether you like it or not. And uh, it's ridiculous to think that he would set that rule up for me and, and him. We ought to just be able to interact at any given time of the day, and, and it ought to be beneficial and enjoyable and, and for good reasons. And Maybe just because we want to enjoy each other's company a little bit. And, you know, there are so many things um, in the Old Covenant that got brought into the doctrine of the New Covenant that really shouldn't have. And even even the confession of individual sins mm-hmm. uh, for That's the believer who has already been forgiven in Christ uh, to, to go around every day and confess individual sins. That's really an Old Covenant practice not going to get into all the details of that. We've talked about it before. We'll probably talk about it again. But there are so many things that we we end up dragging into and intertwining with New Covenant doctrine from the Old Covenant, and it, it causes confusion with people. And I, and I think that uh, I, I'm probably a victim of that in some of those areas. And I think a big part of it is as we grow in God's grace and as we're hopefully growing in God's grace, and as we, you know, shed some of these old things that that we were in, you know, that that caused us bondage, you know, hopefully the thing that that's happening in us is that we're becoming more and more established in in the truth of the new covenant. And as we do that, we still we still do hang on to some of the old things. And and so I I'm not getting down on anyone if you're having trouble with this because like you Mike I you know I struggle with with a lot of these things too because I was so ingrained in the mentality uh, of all these things that I had to do I got to do this got to do this got to do this got to do this it really didn't do the things that they were supposed to do it didn't bring me any joy or peace with God I thought that if I could keep doing this if I could keep this prayer life up if I could keep this witnessing thing up just telling everybody I knew about Jesus if I could keep all these things up then I would finally have the peace that I need with God Uh, but 
uh, really it led to, to death and condemnation in, in my relationship with God, if you know what I'm talking about. Not literally, but just the feelings of that I just wasn't getting anywhere in my life with God. And so hopefully as we grow in grace, we can shed some of these things as we, as we talk these things out and as we understand the truth that God is for us, that he's not against us, and that in Christ everything is fulfilled. Because if we think that in our spiritual disciplines, in our if we think that our prayer life, our confessions, our Bible reading, our going to church, our, our uh, doing all these things is going to be any better than what the blood of Jesus accomplished, then we're totally missing the point of the new covenant. Well, and, and keep in mind that uh, a lot of these things that we're talking about are obviously good things that can be a very integral part of the Christian life. Even the confession of sin, uh, in its proper context, it can be a healthy thing, but mm-hmm. most of us have been taught, well, you got to, to be forgiven, you've got to confess these sins, even as a Christian. Well, uh, I don't believe that's true, based on, on uh, New Covenant theology. I don't believe you have to do that to be forgiven, but there can be a place for it, and the Bible talks about that. So understanding the proper perspective on some of these things is probably going to help us get more lined up and, and uh, more eager, uh, I think, to want to... Wanna follow Christ and and uh, be able to do the things that uh, he would expect of us and allow his life to, to, to live through us. Well, hey, Mike, we got to head out for this one. But as you, as you uh, mentioned in the beginning, uh, we would love to hear from our friends uh, listening out there. And the way to do that, we'd love to have you log on to graceroots.org and, and check us out there. There's ways uh, to contact us from there. We'll be back again for the next time. More talk about growing in grace. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Baruzaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. 